Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Super Tramp with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 40. 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, but you see what might come up on Sunday? Yes, I see what might come up, but uh, I'm hoping that doesn't really happen. Well, according to the Weather Channel, there's a 50-50 chance of snow on Sunday. I'm going to go with the 50%. There's only a 50% chance of that, though. Right, but that's the half I want to take. And then there's only a 25% of the 50% that you'd take for the 15% of the 50 that you originally started with. I'm so glad that your math worked out the same way mine did. you know, uh, it could happen. Man, what a show today. Open line Friday? Open line Friday. Uh, We'll also, uh, we'll talk about our little excursion we had last night outside the office. We all get together off campus. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a house party. It was a a good house party. Actually, it was a good party up until like one thing that happened. All right. One thing. And I think we'll get to the bottom of that and some other stuff coming up today, too. Okay. It's 535 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You're interrupting her phone call. She'll get through it. All right. It's uh, mostly sunny. <laughs> she makes today. that call every single day, sometimes two, three times a day. I, I can't believe I can't believe we haven't racked up international charges with that call yet. <laughs> uh, it's going to be sunny in a high of 43 today. Tomorrow, sunny in a high of 40. It is 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Yeah, I mentioned this during the show yesterday. We never got to it in Hollywood Trash, though, but we did talk about Celine Dion is dealing with a rare neurological condition called stiff person syndrome. It may sound made up, but it's real, and it's very serious. In an Instagram message, uh, message to friends, she said that it only affects about one million people and it's been causing debilitating spasms she's been experiencing. Quote, Unfortunately, the spasms affect every aspect of my daily life, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use my vocal cords the way I'm used to. Uh, Selena has been forced to push back the European tour she was supposed to start in February, but she says, quote, I have a great team of doctors working alongside me to help me get better and my precious children who are supporting me and giving me hope. That sucks, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's... Uh I mean, to have that gift kind of taken away from you, yeah, because of a, of a incurable condition. Yeah, again, I'm not a I'm not a Celine Dion fan. Well, except for uh, because you love me, and uh, yeah, no, I because listen, I can't stand her voice, and I can't stand anything she sings. But I have to respect the fact that uh, she's a talented woman who uh, you know this uh, this gift of hers is being uh, compromised. It's terrible. I mean, most of her songs suck, except. The Power of Love. That's a good one. All by myself when she may remade that. Um, you know, just Walk Away. That's a great yeah, one. It's all yeah. coming back to me now. That's sure. a toe tap and right. ditty. Uh, I Surrender. But poor- other than that, every song she does is intolerable. Oh, except for that Poor K to a Me's Encore. Ugh, God. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, God. Well, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Jeez. <laughs> uh, a Christmas story. Uh, star Peter Billingsley has a new podcast about Christmas movies. He and a co-host will discuss films, including It's a Wonderful Life, 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and of course, A Christmas Story. I'm going to guess that doesn't go very long. I was going to say, how, how much you, content can you have? There's, there's a finite number of Christmas yeah. films and TV shows. Well, I, I didn't realize, I, it hit me the other day that Peter Billingsley is in Elf. Yeah. He's one of the lead elves in the uh, in the first part of the movie at the North Pole. Are you too young to remember the uh, the TV show Real People? Mm, maybe. He was one of the hosts, along with Byron Allen and uh, Skip Stevenson and uh, Sarah Purcell. Peter Billingsley was as a child. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, they had like a bunch of hosts, and they all sat on like uh, like chairs on the on the stage, and he was one of them. I didn't know that. Well, I'm, I'm happy to. Uh, he was Open quite, your eyes. He was quite the chi- little child actor. You're damn he? right he was. Now look at him. Uh, Trying to relive his youth you, 30 years later. You, are you in the mood for a good Christmas cry? What am I not in the mood for a good Christmas cry? Here's some movies uh, that are the saddest uh, that people have picked out. You ready? Yes. It's a Wonderful Life. You'll cry at the end of that one. No, I didn't ever cry at the end of that. What about The Family Stone with Diane Keaton? Didn't see it. How about the family man uh, with Nicolas Cage? His character gets sucked into an alternate timeline where he married the one who got away, and they have a happy family, but at the end, he's brought back to reality and loses it all. Oh, uh, no. No, I didn't see it. Last Christmas, uh, Amelia Clark character falls uh, for a man playing played by Henry Golding. She He helps her get her life back on track, but at the end, you find out he's actually dead. I'm giving you all the, uh, nope, nope. the spoilers. How about the Muppet Christmas Carol? Now, I uh, believe I did see that one. And, uh, With Michael Caine? Yes, and I don't believe I cried. And when Scrooge visits his past, he sees how he put aside love for money. There's a whole musical number called When Love is Gone. That's a good one, too. Didn't cry. And uh, Jack Frost, Michael nope. Keaton's character, comes back from the dead as a snowman on Christmas a year after his death to terrorize his children. <laughs> didn't cry on that one, though. Uh, Collateral Beauty with Will Smith's character grieving the loss of his daughter. Oh, wow. These yeah. sounds like really great Christmas movies. Please. They're not, they're I, not really tearjerkers to me, but you got to understand. Um, I'm the only guy in America that laughed during Brian's song. Yeah. A what? Brian's oh. song with the... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the James Caan and... Yeah. I thought that one was hilarious. That was Mostly good... because they played for the Chicago Bears. Oh, I see. Because yeah. it's sports related. No, because it uh, showed the tragedy of uh, Brian Piccolo and the Chicago Bears. As a Packer fan, I found that to be comical. Oh, that was like a hilarious to you. Did you when you walked was, out of the theater? Did you go, "Hey, start laughing!" Like it was the funniest thing you ever. I saw. thought it was a feel-good movie of the season. Uh, Kate Winslet wants uh, women to feel more powerful and sexy with age. She's forty-seven and said women in their forties typically think that's the beginning of the decline of their beauty, but they actually quote become more woman, more powerful, and more sexy. You know, uh, here's the thing I don't think uh, Kate really understands is that the older men get, sometimes uh, the more attractive older women seem to, to to some of us. Like when we were young, yeah, we, we don't even look at an older woman and think, uh, wow, look at that. But, uh, you know, as you get older, you think, wow, that's a pretty good looking 85 year old woman. 85? Oh, oh, right. just, just, I keep forgetting that you're, you know, 13 years older than me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that every 85 year old woman is great looking, but you know, you, you know, you can, you know, you get a with a critical eye, yeah. you could say, okay, okay, you know, for 85, she's looking pretty saucy. 
Well, you know what, uh, Bags, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're single again, we can head on down to, uh, what the hell is the name of that place? Oh, uh, Wingate. We can, uh, Win- a, we can go to Wingate. On yeah. Tuesday for the ice cream social, and you can find yourself uh, one of them 80-year-olds. Yeah, there was one day I had to uh, do something at the uh, the Senior Citizens uh, Club here in East Lomino. I uh, was dropping off some paperwork, and I was looking at the uh, the old ladies playing, like, uh, canasta and mahjong, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, this is almost as uncomfortable as the time somebody said they had a sex dream about Betty White. You remember that? Betty White in her day was a beautiful woman. No, no. He had a sex dream about Betty White, like, before she died, which was weird. That was really <laughs> weird. Hey, uh, Kim- <laughs> as if that was the only weird thing to come out of that out of that experience. Uh, Kim Kardashian had a color splash yesterday. She's, yes, she's blonde again. No kidding. Yeah, she must have had something to say. Oh my god! The last time I had anything splashed on me was when Ray J shot his thunder rod chunder sod into the <laughs> panty burger in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. <laughs> and. Uh, Caitlin? Whatever got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her a little slunge gunge. Oh, my God. Had a little whoopsie front bubble. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I gave her a case of the Dangler Dingleberries. <laughs> you don't want those. Uh, we've all had those. What are like you kidding stalactites me? stalactites on a cave. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanye? Oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to be paying attention? I was just watching all my dollars go out of my bank account for $200,000 a month to a woman who doesn't even need it. It's a hell of a distraction. $200,000 a month. Don't even tell me how much your electric bill is. <laughs> Such an injustice. And that's your Hollywood T-Raj and Rock 102. Hey, it's Roger. Your safe and modern environment. All you need is the desire. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Power Tool Headquarters, Milwaukee, DeWalt, Craftsman, Rocky's Power Tool Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when Xander Bogarts left the Boston Red Sox this week to sign a big fat contract with the San Diego Padres, it left many Red Sox fans, such as myself, with a lot of unanswered questions. Questions like, what the heck? Or, what are these guys doing? Or it also prompted some rhetorical questions, such as, are these guys out of their minds? The short answer to those questions is yes. Because while the Padres are busy scooping up enough cash offers Xander Bogarts, an 11-year deal worth $280 million, you have to wonder what the Red Sox were offering to keep him. Well, that number was confirmed yesterday when the Boston Globe reported that the Red Sox were offering him a six-year deal worth $160 million. Now, I know what you're saying. Paxi. Please do some math, which I will gladly do. According to my best calculations, if you spread $280 million over the course of 11 years, and the Padres would be offering Bogarts a contract that would pay him $25.4 million a season. Apply the same mathematical operations to the Red Sox offer, and you'd be looking at a deal that would have paid him $26.6 million a year to stay. That's a difference of $1.2 million a year. No wonder the Red Sox are stunned, because that means that maybe, just maybe, there are other problems with the Red Sox that have nothing to do with just the money. Maybe it's about commitment. An 11-year commitment seems to be a whole lot more committed than a six-year commitment, and perhaps that was the difference. Listen, I think we all know that the Red Sox ownership group is getting a little tired of spending money on quality players, and I think we all kind of know how well things are going to go when Raphael Devers needs a new contract. The 
that's not going to go very well either. If you can't commit the time to your best players, then players are not going to commit their time to staying here. Nor will other players agree to signing with you because this is the kind of thing that players and their agents pay attention to. And that's the kind of things that fans don't like to see. So let's hope the Red Sox can commit to something because I'm not ready for another last place repeat. But hey, and if my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Annalisa, the Island Pond Rockies in Springfield, loves her power tools. Milwaukee, DeWalt, Craftsman. Rockies get the best power tool deals in town. And every Rockies, good people, rock solid service like Annalise, the power tool expert at the Island Pond Rockies. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 612 and Rush with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be uh, sunny with a high of 43 uh, tomorrow, sunny and a high of 40. And then Sunday, we could see a chance of uh, precipitation. But I really don't have any of the details about that. Yeah, uh, I don't even know how much, uh, you know, how much they're talking, but a 50% chance. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, so last night, uh, you know, we don't we don't do this very often because most people when they leave here are not really doing it, but on their own choice. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's, there's other things that are contributing to that. But, uh, yesterday, uh, last night, in fact, we had a, uh, uh, retirement party for our production director, yeah. uh, Jerry, who has been here literally for like over 40 years. And, uh, and he is like the most respected and beloved person in the whole building and has been since the very, since the very beginning, I mean, when I started in 95, I mean, he was just, everybody yeah. raved about what a genius the guy is, and he totally is. And so, yes, last night we had we had a uh, retirement party for him at uh, Figaro's in Enfield. The guy started here the year I was born. <laughs> that's, that's how long he's been here. He's old enough to be your yeah. grandfather. Yeah, we went to, uh, I thought it was Figaro's we went no, to. It's no, it's Figaro's. Figaro's? Yes. All right, whatever. Anyway. Anyway, it was a... It's a very nice party. Food is always good there. And, uh, you know, we got a chance to just, you know, sit with his family. And, yeah, you know, I've known his wife for, for years and years and years. And she's a lovely lady. And it was like one of those things where, you know, Jerry is a real humble guy and not the kind of guy that really seeks the spotlight or a lot of accolades. He just, he, you know, he does his job goes about his business lets the work speak for himself and and uh, and that's what he does that's what yeah. jerry has always done he doesn't get involved in office politics or any of that happy horse crap no he, just, he, he keeps his mouth shut he's he never said an ill word about anybody and he's never like he's just this all right i got work to do and, you know and, and he, he does, does it. and he does it and he does it very very well now in order to respect who he is uh it was uh decided there would there will be a minimum of speeches he didn't want a lot of speeches he didn't really want right. to be the center of attention so uh it was decided that uh, our boss our general manager david mm -hmm. would uh, would say a few words and then david asked me if i would say something because apart from jerry i'm the longest tenured employee in this place oh look at the senior yeah you're the senior now i i'm yes i'm now the senior employee mm -hmm. after uh, after jerry and he's officially done at the end of the month you're shift supervisor <laughs> that's what you are at least i'm not getting like a emeritus status right. or something like that right. i'm not i'm not looking for any of that 
So I, you know, I kind of, you know, prepared some thoughts and and I, and I wanted to keep it really short. I wanted to keep it real brief because I know Jerry wasn't going to want to sit and listen to a bunch yeah. of, you know, bloviating about how great he is and how much we're going to miss him. Even though that's all true, I just figured it's right. Jerry. Let's keep it down to like a minute, maybe a minute and yeah. a half. And 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 you did. And what you said was was very it was very well said. And Thank I think you. it kind of echoed how everybody felt about uh, Jerry leaving. Uh, and that should have been the end of well, it. Well, that was the program. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, I got there early, and uh, and Aaron was there, and everyone was like, you know, "Are you you gonna you know what you're gonna say?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah I know what I'm gonna oh, say." Yeah. And I'm, it's I, all fine. I'm I ready got to go. The, I got the flyer when I walked in. It said two speakers: uh, <laughs> David Aldred and uh, Michael Baxendale. And that was it. And that was it. That yeah. was it. So I finished what I had to say. Sat down, and uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Scott Cohen decides it's time for me to say a few words too. Well, he said, "I guess I should say a few words too." Being the uh, oldest person, he he said something to the effect of him being the oldest person in the or longest the longest the employee. longest tenured employee. And yeah. I said, "Dude, not in a row." Yeah, he's like, "I've been doing thirty four years." Yeah, but you had a gap of like twenty seven where right. you weren't working here. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, I remember mean, the, you were doing sports on the television. Yeah, it, it, Jim Rodeo has not worked here in a very long period yeah. of time, mm-hmm. dude. So, uh, no, you're not. Uh, you're not the longest tenured employee. And there's a reason why you didn't work here for the very longest time, <laughs> too, Scott. <laughs> or. Or have you forgotten yeah, the grudge, yeah, yeah. the grudge that lasted years? Yeah. So he gets up, and uh, and again, we're like, I'm sitting there going, I thought it was just, I thought we were done. I thought yeah. the speeches were over with. And then I started thinking, you know what's going to wind up happening? This is going to be like uh, one of those things like at Thanksgiving where everybody around the table uh, says what they're grateful for for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I say, oh, my God, Jerry's sitting here, and there's going to be like 35 people all saying what they feel about Jerry, and Jerry's going to want to run to the car before we get to like five or six people deep. Yeah. And so Scott's going on and on and on and on. And the first thing I said when my speech is, out of respect for Jerry, I'm going to keep things brief. That was not the intention of Scott going no, last no. night. Did not keep it brief. And I just thought... That was a weird thing to just stand up and do. Well, he had to let everybody know, first of all, that he was actually there. Because <laughs> we forget, that, you know, it's like one of those things like, oh, oh you're here. I, I forgot you were here. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he just needed to say a few things. That's all. He, he clearly had to get a few things yeah. off his chest. And, and he did. Um, he did. He did. Uh, but it was it was a fun night. I, I think it was a uh, it was well deserved mm-hmm. for, for for Jerry and I we, we were talking with his family and his you know he's again he's a quiet guy but he's also a very funny guy he's a very and he he's his as his wife puts it he's committed to the bit <laughs> and how many years you know we've been talking about him and the little things that he does around the office he once rewrote the entire toaster manual. For, yep. the, for the toaster that we, the brand new toaster in the break room, 
and had all the and you guys read it on the air. I think it was because it was point. unbelievably funny. It, the whole thing was funny. When we got a new Keurig machine upstairs, there was a there was a map, there was a, a diagram posted above on the cabinet, and it was a picture of an engine. It was like a whole engine manifold, and it yeah. was <laughs> and it says "Welcome to your new Keurig machine," and it had all these little parts, and it, and in fine print at the bottom, you have you had to read everything. You have to read everything that he that he writes. Because at the fine print at the bottom, it says, if your Keurig machine looks anything like this, do not use it. <laughs> I wish I had kept this thing. Years ago, I don't even remember what what the hell it was for, but he, he wrote a biography of of, of the old Baxter and O'Brien show. Uh-huh. And, and and there was a whole part just about me that he gave me. He didn't give the rest of it. He says, "I I I, uh, I figured I w- I'd write the uh, the biography for you." And yeah. he hand, it's it's all bullet points of things that have happened in my career. Right. Not one of them actually happened. Yeah. And I wish I had I still had it because it was so unbelievably I, funny. I don't know. I, I didn't even. I should I should have asked him this last night if he saved a lot of the stuff that he put up here because. They just became part of the the scenery around here, <laughs> and then they were gone after a while. And I don't know if he took them home or if somebody just threw them away. But I did when I first started here. I didn't know who was doing all these little things, and I thought it was actually pretty funny. You yeah. Know, the first thing I remember seeing was there must have, there must have been a drain clog upstairs in the kitchen. When we had the we had the old break room where the where the the drain clog didn't have some the, the net you know the the trap yeah, to right. catch all this stuff, so there was all this stuff down the drain that they pulled out like a spoon and you know <laughs> like thread and like all these things that were in there and I came in the break room and the thing is is framed all of these things are framed and all it says at the top of the picture was. Waste is a terrible thing to drain. <laughs> and it was so stupid, but it was so funny to me that somebody would take the time to encapsulate all the waste that was found down the drain in the break room. You know, I, I know that, that, that people listening don't necessarily understand you know, who Jerry is to us. You've heard his voice a million times. You've yeah. heard the things that he has done. And he's a remarkably important and respected person in yeah. our building and has been since the, the, the dawn of time. Yeah. Whenever I've gone to, like, you know, radio events, uh, you know, around the country, you know, I can't tell you how many times people say, is Jerry still working there? Yeah, yeah. Like, people around the country are aware of Jerry's work. I mean, that's it. That's just a fact. Well, because he's won, I think he's won awards for some of the things that he's done, right? The, the commercials. Oh, yeah. And a, and a Lots thing. of them. And that's, that's the thing that people don't understand. It's like, it takes a lot to to make us sound really good yeah you know what I mean? believe There's, you believe you me but it, it ain't anything we're doing no but when you talk about the radio industry that's the imaging that's the that's the the, the sounds that you hear not not the voice guy that's his name's brian that's the rock what do that's not him yeah jerry is the guy who that's you, you'll know who i'm talking about when i say he's the guy that reads the rules really fast and those that commercial that we run about all the uh, contest rules on Rock 102, and he sounds like the Micro Machines guy when he's reading the script. <laughs> and he actually, when I asked him, I said, did you speed that up? Because we have the ability to speed all that stuff. He did that. That's his real-time voice. Yeah. Doing not, all of those rules. Not sped up. No, not sped up. And it just, it, it, it we're going to, it's going to be tough without him here. It really is, because... He writes a lot of the commercials too. He yeah. writes a lot of the scripts and stuff that you hear. That you hear us reading. 
He wrote those. So uh, we're going to miss him very much. But you are probably going to hear Scott Cohen talk a whole lot more. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait till his... You see, I can't wait until Monday because I yeah, know, I feel like we're gonna blaze him up a little bit. I I said this last night. I said this is how you know uh, how much you're worth around here. If they really really like you, you'll get what we have tonight and out a dinner out with all the employees at a nice <laughs> restaurant, with great uh, food, yeah, great food. If they liked you, you'll probably get a catered lunch. You know, from like a Frigos or or something local, some other right. local business. If they sort of liked you, you'll get a pizza party. Yeah. And if they didn't like you, you won't get jack squat except the door shown to <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, and I said if they really hate you, they give you 20 minutes in a cardboard box. Yeah, say, see you later. See you later. Don't let the door smack you on the ass on the way out. Right. So congratulations to Jerry, though. It's uh, 624 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Join the T-Birds for another MGM Springfield. 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Get Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The man injured in a, um, sorry, the man injured in a motor vehicle crash on Thursday morning has died. Chickabee police were called to Meadow Street due to a, a motor vehicle crash in Chickabee involving a bicyclist Thursday morning. According to Chickabee Police, the man was treated at the scene for injuries and taken to nearby hospital where he died. The 22 News crew could see a bicycle and luggage in the middle of the road, which was closed off by police at the intersection of Meadow and Chickabee Streets. A vehicle was seen heavily damaged in the front with a broken windshield. Uh, Carlton Brown of Springfield, there, were, uh, there was a witness who said what he saw. Uh, several officers, firefighters, and paramedics were on Meadow Street assisting with the incident. Uh, they reopened the traffic at about 12.30 p.m. The Chickabee Accident Reconstruction Team is investigating. It's unfortunate that we have another death within... Where uh, where was this again? Meadow Street and Chicopee Street. Wow. Okay. Because yeah. that's... I mean, Chicopee Street, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, that's the third accident in a week. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Springfield police are looking for a wanted felon out of New York who say they evaded police after a crash in Springfield yesterday. When 22 news crews arrived, they could see an accident on Roosevelt and Bay Street at about 6.30 p.m. That was crazy. There was a car crashed into another car, and then there was a guy running away. That's uh, yeah, that's by, like, uh, Central High School and stuff. Yeah. And people driving, like, nutcases uh, by a, by a, in a school zone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Springfield police spokesman Ryan Walsh said, My best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl that saw the suspect run from the accident and has not been located yet. I guess it's pretty serious. A passenger in the car was arrested for parole violations stemming from uh, the firearms charges. Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a day in Springfield. Sure it does. You know, a wanted felon. In Springfield. I mean, you, th- you think you know a town. A 49-year-old man from Springfield has been identified in a stabbing on School Street Monday. According to the Hamden DA's office, 49-year-old Dwayne Miller was stabbed in an apartment in the area of the 100 block of School Street. He was taken to Bay State Medical Center where he later died from his injuries. Springfield Police Spokesman Ryan Wall said the uh, 21-year-old Madonna Jones Rodriguez of Springfield was uh, arrested and charged with murder. She's being held without the right to bail and is due in court on January 6th of 2023. The investigation is being conducted by the Springfield Police Homicide Unit with the Hamden DA's office. Is there any good news uh, throughout you know, the area? I would, I would like you to, to, to give us something. 
I mean, it's it is the holiday season. Uh, you know, I would hope that we would have some sort of good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Municipal Board of Health in Amherst unanimously voted on Thursday to recommend against using artificial turf turf at the proposed five to six million dollar high school athletic complex at this time. The 4 nothing vote is a recommendation to the town council and was a response to a verbal request in October from the council's finance committee. Board of Health Chair Nancy Gilbert said at the board's meeting on Thursday. The board, in taking this action, noted that the uh, that a local uh, BOH is required by the state law to protect the public health and environment from damage and pollution. I don't. Are they saying that uh, turf is a bad idea? Uh, as opposed to what regular grass? Yeah. It says, uh, it looks like a problem, and there is a growing public awareness about the potentially toxic ingredients of the material in turf. Well, I mean, it is, you know, turf is, you know, for the most part, plastic. plastic. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, I mean, I uh, I find myself getting more ill just being by grass. I would, yeah, I would, uh, I would risk, the, I would take the health risks uh, f- associated with turf, just for the pure beauty of what it looks like on oh, a football it's as, field. Oh, it's as green as green could yeah. possibly be, but with turf, I mean, you're talking about allergies or, yeah, you know, seasonal stuff. Uh, mem- Terrible. Uh, member Timothy Randier likened substances and artificial turf to DDT. In the sense that in the 1960s, we were accepting DDT when the awareness was not there about the pesticides harm. Our opinion is not to support artificial turf at the high school at this time. Well, you know, there's also uh, the argument. And uh, depending on who you want to believe, they say there's no difference between the injuries of of uh, like football turf or uh, grass. Yeah. But if you've ever uh, fallen and uh, say like in a like let's say like a lineman has landed on top of you uh it's so much more comfortable to land on grass which grows on dirt as opposed to turf which is set on concrete you know what they used at my kids daycare years ago but uh, instead of mulch for the playground they used cut up tires you ever see this i have seen that it's i've like, seen that at other uh, other playgrounds yeah it's like cut, it's like chopped up rubber and it smells like you're in a tire shop. Yeah. And, you know, that's uh, like a petroleum-based rubber, which, you know, can't be particularly healthy. But if you land on it, you just bounce right back up and, and get right back on the uh, on the slide or the, the swing set or whatever you're on. Well, I guess you got to take the good with the bad when it comes to what's going what's gonna to hurt you more. Yeah. I mean, I don't know of any really uh, deadly petroleum-based diseases, do you? No, I have no idea. I've never heard of anybody getting sick from petroleum-based products. Oh, it's all that exposure to cut up tires. Well, that's what I mean. It's like you're, you're worried about turf, but you, you use this stuff all over different playgrounds all over the place. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. The other problem with turf, though, is like you know the when you're running on it, and if you get twisted up, you know grass is more forgiving when you're running and have to like like you, you see it all the time, like knees, ankles. Uh, you know, bone injuries on turf tend to happen a lot more than on grass. What about your head and shoulders and knees and toes? Knees and toes? Knees and toes. Knees and toes. Knees and toes. After years of progress, it seems as uh, the Northeasterners are faulting back to their old dangerous driving habit. 
A new report from AAA shows that speeding, red light running, drowsy driving, and driving under the influence increased in the Northeast region from 2020 to 2021. The most alarming figure was that number of drivers who self-reported getting behind the wheel intoxicated in the past 30 days rose by almost 24%. Why are you telling everybody you were doing that? That's a good question. The recent spike in dangerous driving incidents is a reversal from the three years of steady decline from 2018 to 2020. Uh, The reversal in the frequency of U.S. drivers engaging in risky driving behavior is disturbing. While drivers acknowledge that certain activities behind the wheel, like speeding and driving impaired, are not safe, many still engage in these activities anyway. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to listen to you. Um, again, this morning, I'm, I'm coming down, uh, route 202 in Westfield. Sure. Uh, over into Holyoke. And there's a car in front of me that's, uh, going mm, a little bit slower than the speed limit. Okay. But it wasn't anything that was like, you know, I still had a decent distance, uh, between the guy. It wasn't like, like going was, like 30 and a 35 kind of slow. It was more like, uh, 45 and a 50. You know what I mean? Like no, it was not, just, not, it, yeah. But there was no reason to be rushing at that time of the morning anyway. It's not like, you know, you're not hitting a lot of traffic. Some jackhole behind me was, like, riding my ass, like, the whole way uh, where the roads – it's two lanes going up the hill in Ho- to go into Holyoke. Right, And then right. it's, it, it goes down to one lane. So this, like, this guy is, like, riding my ass the whole way down through Homestead Avenue, down – uh, homestead to you get to uh, what is it uh, whatever the road is there before you get on I think it's Lower Holyoke Road or something like that yes Lower Westfield Road yeah. maybe and it was like what are you doing and and then when we get to the traffic light where it splits into two lanes where, where you, before you get on the highway he basically goes over the stop line at the stop it's like not to look at me right. at all and then peels out. As the light changes green, <laughs> okay. there's no track. There's nobody else there. Right. There's no the the guy that was going slow is gone now. So he's basically kind of showing off to you. Yeah, for well, because I'm in a minivan, probably. Well, that 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 was part and, of it. And uh, you know, he speeds off and then he gets on the highway. And then, of course, there's a cop right there, but he hasn't seen all the crap that he's been doing. And the guy's all of a sudden respecting the rules of the road once he sees the uh, the trooper sitting in the median of the highway. I don't understand <laughs> I, I, people. I'm I don't, not, I've never understood the idea of tailgating anybody, and then you, you go to a you know you you have that situation, and they say, "Well, I'll, I'll show you with a jackrabbit start," and all yeah. of a sudden they're flooring it at the at a light. I, th- that, I I just you know it's not a competition. It's never a competition. Uh, my favorite ones are the ones that that will. They'll do all that, and they'll speed up. Like if you're in, let's say you're going through a series of traffic lights. If you just maintain your speed at whatever the speed limit is, you're most likely not going to be stuck in traffic that much, right? Because it's the flow of traffic at let's say 25, 30 miles an hour. If you're speeding fifty five to get up to the next light. I, I love when that happens. When when people speed up to the next one and then they're stopped, mm-hmm. you've taken your time and you just slowly cruise past them as the light changes green because they're not ready for it yet. You know what I mean it what I think the most satisfying thing you ever see on on a roadway or a highway is if you have a guy who's driving aggressively yeah. and they, they, they buzz right past you, yeah. like you're going like 90 miles an hour you know, <laughs> in like a 55-mile-an-hour zone, just driving like a menace, yeah. 
Yeah. And then you get up, uh, you get up like another mile or two, and they've just been pulled over by the cops. I love that. Yeah, see, that's that like, is so it, damn satisfying. That's what I wished on this person. Yes, as a, as I saw him like speed or past me, and then and then cut over without even using his blinker system to get into the uh, to get into the on ramp to ninety one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I because I don't wish violence. No, but I do wish and I justice. Said, and I said, I hope you get caught by that cop that's sitting in that median every single day. <laughs> Cause I, I I always wonder that too. Like it's it's got to be the same cop sitting there at the same sure interchange yeah. every single morning. You know, most mornings is sit, the, the, that cop is there, but I never see anybody getting pulled over. And I don't know if it's because it's everybody's so used to him being there that they know, hey, let's slow down because when you get by the mall exit, there's the guy there, Poss- the median, possibly. But there's also the possibility that. You know, if this guy speeds every single day and that cop is behind that uh, that embankment every single day, you know, you know, running radar, he may not pull you over every day. Although, you know, just to be nice and friendly, it would be kind of like uh, saying hello to old friends. You didn't realize why I pulled you over, buddy? Good to see you again. Good to see How you. How you been today? How's the wife and kids? Yeah, you were going a little fast. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, write you up. Enjoy your weekend. All right. What time should I come over with drinks? Yeah, yeah that think, kind of thing. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think so? I think they get out a ticket before he does that. All right. A 35-year-old man in Pennsylvania named Michael Bandy got into a verbal argument with a 31-year-old woman on Tuesday night, and it escalated to the point where he struck her in the head with a Christmas tree. Uh, lit or unlit? Uh, I don't know. It's unclear whether it was actual living or an artificial tree. With or, balls or without balls? I don't or if it was some kind of tree-shaped uh, decoration. I see. Yeah, we don't know. There's no word on the woman's condition, but it doesn't sound like she was seriously hurt. Michael was arrested and was charged with simple assault. By the way, uh, since there's a Christmas theme, Michael's 36th birthday is on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. How about that? It almost seems like a Christmas-themed edition of Clue. That's <laughs> right. Except I don't remember, like, the uh, Christmas tree in the conservatory. No, I you know, you know killing a uh, you know prof- and and Professor Plum is the guy that uh, that did it. I, I I was looking up the other day uh least popular birthdays. Like the least uh you know the ones that people have the least. Yeah. Christmas Day is the least popular birthday. There's not that many people born on Christmas Day. Uh no, th- there's not, but I know a lot of people that are born either on Christmas Eve or the day after Christmas, like yeah. my, I think like my my, uh, my stepbrother is on uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, and which is the worst. I and mean, it, it really is because everybody, uh, everybody you know assumes, well, you're he's probably going to get all the Christmas gifts he needs. I'm going to forego a birthday gift, or they're going to say, I'm going to forego the Christmas gift and give him a birthday gift yeah. instead. So, when it should be two events, two gifts. Yeah, it's very unfair to people. It is. Who have those birthdays? I feel bad for those people. Yeah, but I'm glad I don't know any of them. <laughs> you're glad you're not in a position that, to have to buy two gifts at once. That's right. I don't want to buy two gifts. I don't blame you. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. There is uh, some precipitation for Sunday, but it doesn't look like it's going to be too bad. Uh, 36 for a high. Then it's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Hey. Poser.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 in the Black Crows. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be sunny today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 40. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 is giving you 12 chances to win great prizes throughout the month of December with the 12 days of prizes. Congratulations to yesterday's winner, Ashley uh, Kostuziak. I hope I'm not uh, butchering that. I believe it is pronounced Ashley of West Springfield. She scored a uh, car washes from uh, Soft Touch Auto Wash. Soft Touch and Auto Wash, a clean car is a happy car. You go to rock102.com and you sign up in each weekday through Tuesday, December 20th. We'll give away a, uh, a gift valued at $200 from one of 12 area businesses, places like Hilltown Chic, the Still Bar and Grill, Stored and Tavern, uh, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Custom Car Sound, Ferrari Jewelers, and more. It's the 12 Days of Prizemas, brought to you by Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, I think we got to go over to the mailbag, Bax. What do you say? Oh, we get letters. Oh, we get letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Oh, letters. Oh, we get letters. All right, you ready? Yes. So we just talked about that whole driving thing and whatnot. Yes. And then uh, we get a letter. Uh, Instead of looking down on the driver that you are knowingly delaying because you are going below the speed limit and wishing punitive legal trouble, consider that their boss is stepping on their neck to the point where being late to work could mean their livelihood. People plan their commutes expecting to be able to get at least the speed limit. Police are not your friends or constituents. I'm sure there's been times in your life where you've been behind that slow driver, too. The story from another perspective is that the driver was the only one even trying to follow the rules of the road. Have a good weekend. Well, at least he ended it with that. Jesus, what a what a downer that guy is. Well, but this this particular case wasn't like that. There's one thing about, first of all, it wasn't my fault. No. It was the person in front of me that was driving uh, slower, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to crowd that person, so I slow down. You know what this guy sounds like to me? What? This guy sounds like to me the kind of guy who's had his license suspended three or four Probably. times for driving yeah. like a jackass. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm. That's what I was getting at. Thank yeah. you for kind of saying it. Uh, My pleasure. Yeah, but the way this particular person was driving this morning, it wasn't the he was just you know riding my ass for two miles or whatever until we get to the intersection. But the fact you're going over the stop line and then you're not even using your directionals or anything else like that to speed over into the other lane to get on the highway. This guy's a menace. He is a menace. I don't I get it. I I get that there's there's maybe an emergency. Maybe some people have an emergency that they're trying to get to or or something like that. But I would imagine most people driving at that time of the morning you know, you're talking about uh, four four fifty nine a.m. Yeah. At that time of the day, uh, you, you know, there's nobody on the road. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, pal, but uh, you know, just because uh, you think one thing is happening doesn't mean you're this guy's not driving like a total jackhole. No. And I'm gonna guess you're a jackhole too. Well, I don't know this person, but I'm just uh, I'm saying. Well, he's making assumptions. Why can't we? 
Well, I guess we could. Well, there you go. Well, that guy might be a jackhole very well. I understand. It's uh, 6.56 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Oh, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Power Tool Headquarters. Milwaukee. DeWalt. Craftsman. Rocky's Power Tool Trifecta. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but for me, there's nothing worse than working for a bunch of jerks. Of course, that's just what I've been told. However, I know plenty of people that do. And whenever you're working for jerks, there's one thing that you can usually count on, and that is this. It probably won't be the U.S. Congress that fixes it. That is, unless you work for Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders. In which case, Congress is more than happy to temporarily stop running the country so they can investigate what everybody already knows. That Dan Snyder is possibly the biggest jerk in football. Yesterday, Congress released a 79-page report that specifically details that Dan Snyder allowed, permitted, and participated in a toxic work environment that included sexual harassment, hiring private investigators to run surveillance on his own employees, financial improprieties, lying under oath during sworn testimony, and a stack of other curious shenanigans. This was all part of a 14-month investigation conducted by the House Committee on Oversight and Reform. But on top of that, the report also concluded that the NFL intentionally interfered in their investigation by refusing to release more than 40,000 documents confirming what they already knew about Dan Snyder's behavior. The report also confirmed statements made by team officials that they were responsible for leaking racially insensitive emails that were sent by former Raiders head coach John Gruden. Now, obviously, I don't have the time or the energy to share everything that was in that 79-page report. All I can tell you is that it makes Dan Snyder, and the NFL for that matter, look like a bunch of jerks, which I could have told you in about five words or less for a fraction of the cost. Yes, everybody in the NFL is a jerk, and yet it took a bunch of jerks in Congress 14 months to squeeze that all into a 79-page report and distribute it to the media who are treating it like it's all one big surprise. In other words, if you're looking to figure out who's the biggest jerk in this situation, that's going to take more time, and I don't have the time to figure it out for you. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hardware, watch this little piece of plastic turn into a Weber grill. Now that's a holiday, a bunch of holiday magic. The Rocky's gift card magically turns into Craftsman Air Compressors or an Aaron Snow Thrower, a Yeti Travel Mug. Spread the magic. Give the gift card that means something from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 709, and George Thurgood with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny with a high of 43 today, sunny and a high of 40 tomorrow, 31 in downtown Springfield. Uh, open line Friday coming up in about an hour from now. Prepare your prepare your comments now. Get your hate speech and your filthy language uh, out of your system now, because I'm not going to want to hear it later. Comments, questions, and concerns. We'll, we'll take them all. I, uh, I just got a, a, a question message to me where can i send my letter oh you just it's either steve at rock 102.com or whatever address you're using or you know backs at rock 102.com or you can actually use the mail but i don't don't bother with that you know what uh we get letters every once in a while like actual letters but it's very few and far in between and most of those letters are usually written in uh like 
cut out magazine or newspaper yeah, fonts yeah, yeah, and they yeah. you know, put them together with a bunch of you know rubber cement or glue yes like glue sticks all over it it's a keep talking pretty boy was the last one i got yeah or you sure got a pretty mouth that's the one i didn't feel comfortable reading on the air Ooh, can i get that one yeah you're gonna have to work it up can we correspond with those prisoners at that county jail <laughs> i don't know yeah you know, yesterday i was telling you i had to uh went to the uh, dentist yeah i've been seeing this guy for Oh, God, 27 years, I think. Well, however long you've been working here, I, it was a year less. So okay. Uh, well, it's, I'm going on 28. Yeah. It, it, but it puts you put it, it puts it into perspective. Everything is being put into perspective time-wise for me. Now, <laughs> as I grow older, I, I, start, I was like, wow, I've been coming here since I was a teenager, and now I'm 44. And uh, we, we About an hour ago, after we were you're talking about the, you, Jerry, our production director, retiring, you and I were trying to figure out. Okay, well, so I've been here the the, the longest, yeah, almost twenty eight years, and then we started to go down the list of, you know, of of the line of succession. Yeah, and after me is me is you. Yeah, so think about that. I'm the second longest running employee in this building after Jerry leaves. That's unbelievable to me, but. Well, I, I guess mean, it's really not. It's really not, especially when you th- like we were talking about like how many people used to work here. And and I was saying, and Jerry agreed with me, that when I first started working here in 2005, you couldn't find a spot in the parking lot here. There were so many employees that yeah. on any given business day, you well, wouldn't... Well, in, in fairness, we had a lot of dead weight working here, too. Well, we did have a lot of dead weight, but we used to have different positions for different things, and right. there was a lot more people involved and. Uh, now it's like uh, you can watch the tumbleweed go by in the parking lot <laughs> on any time of the day. It doesn't necessarily and, have to be. And we're considered to be kind of top heavy in this in this market yeah. as far as employees. But uh, yeah, again, it's all about perspective and how long you've been going to someplace. Well, I, I there's new people now that have started working at this this office because I believe he's either, I think he's retiring. I think your dentist. He's pretty much had it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I always thought he was. I don't want to insult him, but I always thought he was like an older guy when I was a teenager, but that's yeah. a perception thing, too. He was probably in his 40s or whatever, and now he's in his 60s or whatever, <laughs> but uh, they always have nice people working there. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice, comfortable place to go, especially when somebody's going to drill your mouth. You know, that's that's you got to be nice people if your hands are going to be in mouths all day long. But I went for a cleaning yesterday, and there's a new hygienist uh, there that I hadn't met before. She was very nice, and then yeah. there was uh, this new doctor that I've seen a couple of times there. But they're like kids. Like to me, they're they're not children, but they're like teenagers. <laughs> they look like teenagers. Yeah. Uh, but the doc, like you can tell, he's very smart. Like he's very knowledgeable, and he's very thorough, and which is good. That's what you want. <laughs> few years ago i had to go see a doctor and it was like the the, the kid was the, the doctor was like wicked young yeah you know he's, he's asking you know, questions that the doctor would ask and he said do you have any more questions and i said yeah what year did you go to prom yeah because they just could you have you been to prom yeah. yet because he literally looked like he was nine years old and he said 2006 right <laughs> and my head just went right yeah. in my hands yeah but it, but so uh you know it, that's the thing about you know going perception uh, yada 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 but they do the cleaning. I do I had a dental cleaning essay. By the way, no cavities. How about that? How about that? Good for you. And they do the cleaning with, um, it's like a pressure washer thing. Yeah. It's not, because I actually asked for it because I've had it the last like six or seven times I've been there for a cleaning. Right. To get that 
that pressure washer thing, it's it feels so much better than them scraping at your teeth. And they're just like laser pressure washering off all the plaque and tartar off your teeth. Now, if you were to use like a regular pressure washer, something mm-hmm. that you, you bought at, say, like a Rocky's Ace Hardware, mm-hmm. wouldn't that rip your jaw right off your head? Yeah, this is like a, this is like a, that would, this particular tool would be like Barbie's pressure washer for her Barbie home. I got you. You know what I mean? Little little stronger than a water pick. Yeah. But not as strong as, say, something you got to clean your, your uh, your siding off with. Yeah, it's the it's the thing that Ken uses on the weekends when Barbie, get, you know, he's like, I got to go outside and do some work. I can't, you and the shoes and the makeup and the, uh, 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 you know. <laughs> I got to pressure wash the side of the Malibu dream house. Yeah, I got to, I got to, and that camper, the camper needs to be, I need to empty the, the, the crapper on the camper. I heard about it from this guy on the radio. He did it so elegantly and eloquently, I mean. And uh, so, so I get the cleaning done. And then, uh, you know, the doctor comes in and he does the exam. And then as I'm leaving, uh, the gal's at the desk there. Yeah. Uh, again, who I've, I've known for many years now, just, you know, on that professional relationship there. They, uh, they have a box of chocolates. And uh, one, one of the girls says, hey, uh, you know, bring that box of chocolates over here. And the other girl brings out this box of assorted chocolates. It was like gourmet, like bougie chocolate. Okay. Right? And then she says, would you like one? And I said, after a dental cleaning? Sure, why not? You know, <laughs> I'll take one. But hey, they're, uh, you know, they give you a toothbrush and all that stuff on yeah. your way out. So big deal. I can brush my teeth. Uh, in know, the car. In the car, right. So I, 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 she opens the box and I, she was just like, would you like one? And I just went and grabbed it and put it in my mouth. And they all went, whoa, you didn't let us see which one you got? Because they were all assorted. They wanted to know what flavor it was before right. you picked it. But it had, like, little uh, pinkish uh, icing on it, and it was chocolate. I figured it was probably raspberry, and, and sure enough, it was raspberry. Okay. And then they're like, wait, you're not going to tell us what flavor it is? And I go, Bleh, and I open my <laughs> mouth. I like it's raspberry, and they all went, "Oh, God. <laughs> you open your mouth while you're talking with food." And then I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> this is a dentist office. That's all you see all if, day long. If the grossest thing you're yeah. gonna see is a piece of chocolate in my mouth, then you're not doing your job." Yeah, are you telling me there's not somebody coming in there with gingivitis <laughs> and all these other mouth disease that some you could of, possibly get? Some some that, salivary stone that's popping out of a, out of between the, like your cheek and gums. Yeah, that the chubby bald guy chewing a raspberry <laughs> chocolate is gonna make you disgusted. You deal with people's mouths all day long. <laughs> I don't, this is the box of chocolate, like, usually have, like, a diagram of, you know, what chocolate was where. Well, I don't know if it did or not. It, was, it wasn't like a, that's like a Russell Stover's uh, yeah. box. No, this yeah. was like a, it was from, I think they said it was from East Long, is there a candy shop here in East Longmeadow? Maureen's Candy Shop. Oh, well, right that, at, the, uh, at the Rotary. That's probably where it came from. Okay. So, because they said something about East Longmeadow, but it was in a nice, it wasn't like your cheap box of Russell Stover's. It sure. Was, it was gourmet candy. And uh, I was just like, what's the difference? <laughs> You're looking at people's mouths all day long. What? Why is it disgusting when I open my mouth to show you the piece of chocolate that I have? I mean, you've, you've spent a good 45 minutes 
You know, them picking stuff in, out, in right. between your teeth yeah. and you're spitting into a sink right next to it right. with shrapnel yeah. and blood and yeah, saliva, what, whatever yeah. it may be what, in your mouth right. at the time. Well, luckily there's no blood. Yeah, but it happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. But if you have an excess amount of blood coming out, you might have an issue. Well, that, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. A lot right. of people going in there with gingivitis. Right. So what's the difference of me <laughs> opening my mouth and you seeing the piece of chocolate in there? I was just doing what you requested. I was telling you, uh, you know what they're not used to. What they're not used to a f- man in his forties doing that. Yeah, yeah, they're used to like yeah. a kid coming in there. Like a ten-year-old would be happy to do that. But- oh, I can't get raspberry. Hey, I do what I, can, I I do what I can do. You're to, com- to- you're committed to the to the to the. The bit committed that's, to the bit. That's what we bit. were talking about last that's night. Exactly. Yeah. Be, it. be committed to the bit, and I, that's what I said. I was like, "This is actually pretty funny." I, <laughs> I'm going to have to talk about this tomorrow when I come in, because I wasn't even thinking when I did it. She's just like, "What flavor was?" I remember. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it? It would be gross for anyone else to see. Yeah. But in that environment, they they shouldn't be grossed out no, at all. No, no. It's like uh, it's like walking into a uh, like an ER. Yeah. With a with a head wound. Yeah. And everyone's saying, "Ew, that's gross. Ew, that's gross. There's blood. Look would, at it." Would you mind turning around and facing the wall until you're ready to be seen? Remember that guy that used to be the head of trauma, Doctor Gross? Yeah. Right. You can imagine him being the guy going, "Ooh, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> that's disgusting." <laughs> Why did you come in here like that? If you're the head of trauma, you can't yeah. be grossed out by anything. Yeah, why would you come in here like you didn't use a napkin to at least blot the blood gushing out of the back of your head? <laughs> it's like it's like even if you took doctor you know, like the head of trauma and yeah. said, I want you to watch two girls one cup. Oh. She'd go, um oh no, that's too gross for me. Yeah, or like a uh, who like a gastroenterologist watching <laughs> right. that. Yeah, you gotta you got you gotta you gotta fit the the, the career with whatever the disgusting <laughs> thing that you're doing. <laughs> you don't think you don't think there's a gastroenterologist out there that said I really like that two girls one cup video. Yeah. That was, <laughs> Artistically speaking, it yeah. really spoke to me. Actually, I could give them some tips on how to make that a little bit smoother. <laughs> it's seven twenty one with Bax and Nagel at Rock one hundred two. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 727 in The Who with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, you'll hear the forecast in uh, just a minute, but there is a uh, small backup right now on I-91 North, right in front of MGM. This okay. is a minor accident there, so it's causing some delays. Uh, if you missed any part of the today's show or any part of the uh, Bax and Nagel show on any given day, Check out the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. And you can go back months and months and months and years if you really want to go uh, go back. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest has been uh, Dirty Walter Kibbe from the amazing band Fishbone. He's also part of a band called Year of the Dragon. A very rare uh, interview. He hardly ever talks to anybody. And uh, you can check that out also next week. This is actually an interview I'm actually really excited about. It came out very, very well. Really interesting guy, Phil Thompson. He is a member of the band uh, Department S and the Rosillos from uh, from Scotland and also uh, plays guitar for the Vapors, the band that did uh, Turning Japanese. Really interesting guy, and uh, that'll be available on Monday on rock102.com. That sounds pretty cool. It actually is pretty cool. Uh, it's the, the, the band Department S was a band that had hits in the U.K. back in the 70s. Yeah, and right before they were about to release their first album, 
they broke up and that album wasn't released for another 14 years. And it's excellent. It's a really good record. And they're just uh, about to release new stuff this year or uh, early next year. And uh, I've heard uh, a couple of tracks off of that. And it's fantastic, as good as anything they ever did back in the 80s. So cool stuff. And you'll be able to hear that on uh, on Monday right here on rock102.com. Awesome. Yes. We have um, what? Oh, no. I, I was going to go into news. Oh, yeah, news. You want to do that? It's next. That's next on Rock 102. Um, 732 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is time for news, and it is brought to you by absolutely nobody this hour. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. I like absolutely nobody. You ever been there? I have been. What have you gotten? Uh, absolutely nothing. I love absolutely nothing. They I got have two, so I got two bags full. They so, have so much of it. <laughs> they got nothing as far as the eye can see. Well, thank you for your continued your continued support of this show. Yes, thank you. Uh, some uh, sad news out of Chicopee. Police are investigating a serious crash involving a bicyclist. To uh, Western Mass News learned from Chicopee Police, the male bicyclist was transported to a hospital where he died from his injuries. That uh, comes as the mayor and police chief are expected to address the numerous, uh, numerous deadly accidents that have taken place in the city. They're going to be doing that today. The Chicopee uh, Police Department says... They were called around 9 o'clock yesterday morning to a serious accident on Meadow Street. The bicyclist was rushed to the hospital, and Meadow Street was closed for hours as the accident reconstruction team investigated. Uh, police said when they responded to the scene, they located a male party on the ground. He was transported to the hospital. Uh, he did not survive uh, once he got to the hospital. Uh, the officer uh, told Western Mass News the driver remained on the scene and was cooperating with police. William Madison was killed last Monday, and just Thursday, police identified the victim in Wednesday's crash as Gary Turcott. Both men are from Chicopee. Mayor John View and Chicopee Police are expected to address these issues this morning. Horrible. Uh, I mean, one is bad enough. But, but now you've you're had, talking about multiple fatalities on these streets. You've had three just in the last week, and then there was another one last month uh, on a different in a different location. But still, uh, people need to slow down. And don't drink and drive, because that was one of them. I believe that was the Turcotte crash. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? We were, just talk- we were talking last hour about these people who have been, you know, driving like a-holes. Well, I mean, we don't know all the, you know, all the details of these, uh, of these accidents, but it just, it just seems bizarre that you've got th- so many of these clustered up together in in one location in yeah. one area anyway yeah. a shooting wednesday night in holyoke is now under investigation by authorities according to the holyoke police uh, captain moriarty officers were called to pine street and sergeant street at about 8 20 p.m this was for the reports of shots fired with injuries moriarty explained western mass news was told that officers were able to secure the area the holyoke police uh, criminal investigation bureau narcotics division and state Poli- uh, police were called to the scene uh, Western Mass News reached out to the DA's office for more information. And no, at this time, no word if anyone was injured in the shooting or if any arrests have been made. Authorities continue to investigate the incident. So there was no, there was really no point in doing that story. Yeah, I know. Since there was no detail to go along with it. Do you have the story of um, Encore getting their license for sports gaming? Uh, no, but I can. Do you have it in front of you? Well, so I just want to clarify something on this story because I think it's uh, it's important. Uh, gaming regulators approved Thursday a sports betting license for Encore Boston Harbor, making it the first casino in Massachusetts to gain an initial green light and putting it on the path to facilitate in-person betting sometime early next year. Now, 
uh, I I know that this kind of sounds like, well, how come MGM isn't getting it? They are. Just keep your pants on. You know, this is just the first one. They're not going to give them all out on the same day. Uh, they you know, the, the Gaming Commission has been in town. They have talked to everybody at MGM. It's going to happen. Don't get your panties up in an uproar. Okay? Yeah. All right? It's all going to happen. And it all happen before you know it. Maybe, maybe, even before, say, oh, I don't know, Super Bowl Sunday? I don't know. I don't have any information. I'm just saying that MGM is on the path. So don't you worry about nothing. I would. I, I, I'm going to have to have, we're going to have to have somebody on from MGM to explain some of these bets and things that you can do. <clears throat> I remember going out to Vegas about five years ago and being confused by all the different bets that you could make, and I didn't understand, like, how is that possible to make these? They're prop bets, I guess you could call them. Right. And you could bet on everything from, you know, how many pitches the, a pitcher was going to be in a game for, how many... Uh, what the coin toss is for a, a soccer game, oh, yeah. or or any any number of different things, and it's it's overwhelming. They there was like I guess you, if you know what you're doing, if you know what you're doing, it's it's less overwhelming. But it's like anything else. Once you start doing it, and you mm-hmm. start learning and getting more comfortable uh, with the terminology and you know what you know lines mean and odds. And once you get once you kind of get that down, it it does become. A, a little easier to figure out. Now, the other part of the story, and and, uh, is, and there's another headline in Mass Live that says that frustrated regulators delay vote on sports betting at MGM Springfield. Gaming regulators delayed a vote on approving a sports betting application from MGM Wednesday after they expressed frustration about how the document was intertwined with another submission from BetMGM, an online sports book that will provide many of the waging services for the casino. Again, these are all temporary issues that are being resolved now, so if you're one of these people, and there will be some who will see these stories and say, ha-ha, yeah. something's, something's up uh, with all of this. Listen, it it is part of a process. They're going to work it out. MGM has all the infrastructure ready. Bet MGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, they're all going to be doing the same kind of thing once this thing is finally approved. But we are now... At the like the tenth hour, going to the eleventh hour on this thing. So everybody, be patient. You'll get a chance to lose your shirt in no time at all. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to losing my money. <sighs> American basketball star Brittany Griner headed home Thursday night, freed from Russian prison in exchange for the U.S. Uh, releasing notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in the culmination of an eight-month saga of high diplomacy and dashed hopes. But the U.S. failed to win freedom for another American, Paul Whelan, jailed in Russia for nearly four years. The deal, the second in eight months amid tensions over Russia's invasion of Ukraine, secured the release of the most prominent American detained abroad and achieved a top goal for President Joe Biden. Yet it carried what U.S. officials conceded was a heavy price. Uh, Administration officials, uh, I'm sorry, Oh, Joe Biden says she's safe, she's on a plane, she's on her way home. Biden's authorization to uh, release Bout, the Russian felon once nicknamed the Merchant of Death, underscored the heightened urgency that his administration faced to get Griner home, particularly after the recent resolution of her criminal case on drug charges and her subsequent transfer to a penal colony. <laughs> colony. colony. 
Griner, who was also uh, uh, played pro basketball in Russia, was arrested at an airport there after Russian authorities said she was carrying vape canis- canisters with cannabis oil. Griner is a two-time Olympic gold medalist, uh, Baylor University All-American in Phoenix, uh, Mercury Pro, but whatever. They go on to the thing. The point of the story is, you know, was it worth releasing the most notorious uh, drug and arms dealer in the world for a basketball star who was charged with possession of marijuana? It's a little bit of a lopsided trade. Not so unlike when the Red Sox traded Sparky Lyle to the Yankees for Danny yeah. Cater. Or uh, when the Yankees uh, picked up Ideki Arabu, who was supposed to be a big star. Yeah. And then he turned out to be a big flop. Yeah, right. And, yeah. What, and what did they get in, in, as a result of that? What yeah. they give away? I don't even know who they gave away. Yeah, see, that's what that I'm talking about. Back in 96. I yeah, think. right. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. People are complaining about this whole thing, and uh, well, I mean, I guess, I guess when you, I mean, if you, if you, if with all things being equal, trading someone known as the Merchant of Death for Brittany Griner doesn't seem to be an equal trade. It doesn't. Um, I mean, if it were like Brittany Griner and a player to be named later. And cash considerations, maybe a draft pick or two. <laughs> yeah. Then I totally get it. Then I say you make that trade all day long. But you know, if it's just you know, a one for one trade with no other consideration, pending a physical, you just don't know. Here, here's why I really don't have an opinion about it because I I know nothing about diplomacy, I, nothing. I there are probably things that we have no idea what goes on in these negotiations. Sure. There might even be something that you're not even being told is being happening uh, with these things. I mean, you know, the the last administration, they released 5,000 Taliban prisoners. Sure. On the outset, does anybody really want 5,000 Taliban prisoners walking around in mm-hmm. exchange for a thousand of the other guys, as it was so well put? Um <laughs> a thousand of the other guys, which means, you know, prisoners from other countries and our country and, and right. things like that. So is that, you know, all of these things seem a little lopsided, but I'm sure there's more to the explanation that Listen, we aren't allowed to know. The, of course that's true. Yeah. Of course. You know, they're never going to reveal exactly what went into the negotiation. And, 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 you know, for security reasons, they probably shouldn't. Um, but I, but you, know, you have to wonder some other things like, you know, how is this going to affect her rating on orbits or Expedia? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, will she, will she be allowed or even want to travel abroad again? I would say no. Yeah. I'd, I, I would keep all of my vacation time, uh, domestic. You know, my, my feeling on it is as far as she's concerned, you broke the law and you suffered the consequences of breaking that law in another country. I, you know, I mean, it is it is very hard to absolve her of her own guilt in this situation. Yeah, she should have known not to be traveling outside the country with cannabis oil of any kind, hashish that's, oil it, that, that's of any what I'm, kind. That's what I'm getting at. Like you broke the law. Like what did you think was going to happen the, to you? The issue is, I think. One, she has a certain level of um, celebrity, so that all automatically puts this at uh, at a at a higher engagement with the media. I also think that, based upon our own laws of of cannabis throughout the country, 
this seems like a minor incident and they're treating her like a hardened criminal for something that in this country would be not permissible to to travel with this stuff but if you were just to use it in your own home it wouldn't be seen as any big deal so it's a combination of things i don't think it's like you know one or the other but you're trading her for the merchant of death Right. I mean, yeah, come on now. What else are we getting out of this? But And that's the thing. And then there's this other guy, this Paul Whelan, who uh, was accused of a crime that he said didn't even happen. I I don't know the details on that, but I'm just reading a couple of of quotes. Uh, Again, though, why would you – I just don't understand why you would trade somebody – for somebody who broke the law, because that's because that's part of the negotiation. They're never going to release. They're never going to release her unless they get something out of it. Okay, but is because that our gonna, responsibility then to take to to go get somebody? Well, if who, the if the intention is to get her her freedom back, the Russian government is not going to just let her go because we asked politely. They're going to want something in return. This is what they wanted. I wonder, and you know, you're never going to know this, you know, whether or not the U.S. government said, "Okay, we'll give you back your merchant of death," but I also want that Paul Whelan guy too. You don't know, and if you, and if you did, what else did the Russians ask for? Because they may not do a two for one deal for uh, for this in, in a situation like this. It, these are, I mean, you know, I facetiously talk about this as kind of like like a sports trade. But when it comes to international diplomacy against, you know, an international foe like like Russia, who we're not particularly friendly with at the moment, uh, you know, these are very, very delicate conversations Mm. you're having about we want her back. Well, you can't have her back unless we get this. Well, we're not going to give you that unless we get her and this. It goes back and forth. That's why this took so long to happen. Right. She committed what is basically a minor crime. They should have sent her back home right away. Right, but at least you'd, you'd get the other guy that was stuck over there, too. I, I just, I, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, or yesterday when this when this news popped out, and I went back to look at, remember Michael Fay? Yes. The young boy who went to Singapore, and he vandalized some vehicles, and he did some significant damage with a... Yeah, a and he got caned. Life. That was part of his, uh, wasn't that part of the, the caning was part of the, uh, was part of the punishment. And it was like, you know, all these people were up in arms going, well, you can't do that to the young boy. You can't. You can't in Singapore. F around and find out. You know, this is the kind of, (laughs) like, to me, there's a lack of personal responsibility here for, you're breaking the law. You're going to another country. You shouldn't be bringing cannabis oil and you're an athlete anyway. You shouldn't even have that stuff on you. What what are you doing? Like, well, why why do you feel that you need to be exonerated for something that you uh, committed? If you're going to travel internationally, you know, like for example, uh, in uh, at, at the World Cup in Qatar, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that that are going that may not necessarily understand the cultural differences between you know living in the United States and then living in that place. Yeah. And so they go and they act like they would, you know, like regular Americans. But, you know, their behavior, which is permissible here, is seen as an outrage or disrespectful there. You know, if you're going to travel internationally, it seems to me it's kind of your responsibility to know what you're getting into culturally. Yeah. You can't act like a like a douche nozzle. You know. Yeah. 
any any more than someone coming from a foreign country acting like a douche nozzle here. Yeah, and I mean, then, you, should, yeah. I mean you know, if, if if bad things happen, you know, you got to keep you got to consider that. You know, and then uh, you know, we get somebody writing in. So it was all a political stunt for headlines. Well, if it was all a political stunt for headlines, when you knew the backlash was going to be negative because you traded the, you know, yeah. the whatever. I, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I know. We're running out of time. Yeah, we are. It's all right. Uh, We're on a roll. What are you going to do? Hey, it's uh, 31 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. From the grocery store to the pump, the cost of two Springfield's classic rock at 752 in Queen. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be sunny today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. Then some uh, light precipitation on Sunday. Good. Just light. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, tomorrow, really nice uh, event going on at uh, Longview RV in Windsor Locks for their Toys for Tots Stuff and RV events happening between 930 and 1130 tomorrow. Uh, Longview RV accepting new and unwrapped toys at their uh, service and sales center until tomorrow. So you might want to get out there. Santa's going to be on hand. So uh, bring your new unwrapped toy, 27 Lawn Acre Road in Windsor Locks at Longview RV tomorrow between 9.30 and 11. Support Toys for Tots with Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. 7.52 and Rock 102. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Bebop and pushing buttons. <laughs> We're moving around. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, we have, uh, where's my stuff? We're, oh yeah, Costco. We're going to, there's two clips about Costco. Okay. I love Costco hacks. Yeah, ready? I mean, yeah, I love them too. All right. So here's a, here's a, this TikToker's post about good Costco hacks. Uh, do you know any of these? If you're using the pharmacy, you don't need a membership. Okay. No, you can go to the pharmacy. But you do need one for the food court. Kirkland brand vodka is actually relabeled Grey Goose at a serious discount. $20.99. The best hack of all time. If you buy something at Costco and it goes on sale a week later, you go to customer service and they'll give you your money back without having to bring the product back into return. The cheapest items in Costco are in the center of the store. I just want you to see that right there. $9.7. That means it's on sale. And you see that little asterisk right there? The asterisk means that it's on liquidation. You're getting your best value on this hat right now. Okay, but I don't need a hat. Oh, well, hmm. there you go. Do you want to hear uh, clip number two of the other Costco hacks? Try to stop me. I heard that if you have a zero zero in the price tag or something, then that means that it's a manager's markdown. Correct. So we also saw online that gift cards are heavily discounted at Costco. Let's see if that's true. 90 bucks for $100. So I heard a rumor online that the samples you can have unlimited. I got more mashed potatoes. That was my eighth time getting this. I actually ate an entire serving of mashed potatoes for free. They <laughs> <laughs> oh, do this all day. This kid is annoying. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I, I really like a total burnout. I didn't even hear all the hacks because I was just focused on how annoying that kid is. Because he sounds like Chris Farley interviewing Paul McCartney. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember when you were with the Beatles? Remember when you bought a hot dog and a soda for $1.50? Yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome, man. <laughs> I, I, remember I, when you get a whole rotisserie chicken for 5 bucks with Barry Krieger? That was awesome. That man. was awesome too, man. Yeah. I, uh, you can look these up online. Yeah, you just Google Costco hacks. It's the same thing. It, it, that, that information has been out there for a long. Yeah, long none, time. none of that is new, but still uh, good to know. Well, it's new to us because it's been repackaged by a douchebag and put on TikTok. <laughs>
That's when you know it's real. That's yeah, the real stuff. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, another clip. Hawaii County Mayor Rich, Mitch Roth is scolding people for throwing marshmallows in the lava flow of Mauna Loa volcano during its eruption. Here he is discussing the issue during a press conference. We have seen some stuff on social media where people are bragging about going out there, putting marshmallows up by the flow. That's just really disrespectful for all Hawaiians, for us as as a culture. And, you know, that's terrible stuff. Terrible. Dude, uh, have you never had s'mores before? Totally worth going up the flowing lava. Yeah, but I think they're throwing the marshmallows in to watch them just, like, puff up and explode. Yeah, but I mean, well, that's cool. That's cool to do. There is a uh, very, like, the lava and the volcanoes are very sacred to the Hawaiian people. I, I guess. remember my parents going back in the early 90s. Uh, they went to Hawaii for, like, two weeks without me. Because they loved me so much. Or did they just forget yeah. you like yeah. like, like you're Macaulay Culkin all of a sudden? No, they just knew. That, yeah. Like, listen, we're going on a bougie vacation and you're not invited. Have fun with your brother. You know, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then they went and they brought back uh, they brought back this video. Yeah. And my dad was like, oh, you got to watch this video about lava. And it was this whole thing about the god goddess Pele. Uh-huh. If you take the, a the piece, soccer player, no Pele, the 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 Hawaii, whatever it was, the Hawaiian volcano goddess or something. Okay, and uh, you're not supposed to take lava rocks. It's like one of it's like uh, uh, Peter Brady uh, picking up the tiki and uh, you know the charm and yes. uh, and then getting a tarantula on his neck. All this bad luck happened. You're not supposed to take that. But what does my dad bring home? A lava rock from from Hawaii. Even though he knew he, he was you not supposed, supposed to do supposed that. To take that. And then we had bad luck. Well, yeah, you have to expect the bad juju. Yeah. Look what happened when the Mr. Brady lost his plans. That's true. Lost his plans. I uh, wound up with an alcoholic dad. Of course, that would have happened with a lava rock or not. <laughs> I think he when he heard a uh, rock, he figured uh, beef eater martini gin on the rocks with an olive. But That's it wasn't a rock. It was a rock lobster. <laughs> And your uh, final clip here, a TikTok video is going viral of 13 strangers going on a road trip together after their flight from Orlando to Knoxville was canceled. Here are Michelle, Laura, and Michaela talking about how they made a negative positive. So me and a bunch of strangers in my family, we decided to rent a 15-passenger van and ride back eight hours to Tennessee. And so excited that I'm still able to make my college tour. Love you guys. Love this you guys. is awesome. Would you uh, would you share a vehicle with uh, thirteen other strangers, or even any stranger? Maybe, but I have the feeling that if I'm on the same uh, rented bus with these girls, mm-hmm. I'd probably want to toss myself out the window. Yeah, depending on what they look like, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, but even even then, even then, I might want to rip my ears off my head. Ah, a van full of girls' backs. Come on, who doesn't <sighs> want a van full of girls? Depends totally I, I, right, on the girls. Right, yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. We've seen too many movies like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> and uh, The one with, uh, I, I can't remember the name of it. I just watched it with Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, my God. Yeah, Due what? Date. I Due think it was called yes. Due Date, where he's trying to get home to see his uh, his his kid that's about to be born. <laughs> right. It was, it was actually pretty damn funny. Uh, and that is Now Hear This. It is 7.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rockets, 8-11. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 
You know, I just opened Snapchat because it was alert. It says, try this new filter called Twin. Uh-huh. And I uh, I did it, and uh, I look like a pretty hot chick. Yeah, you, you kind of, I mean, you know, I don't want to. You know, I, I look like, very voluptuous. Yeah, I'm at, uh, I'm at, I don't even know which one that one is, but I'm going to have to look that up. Well, I'm going to have to post this on Facebook. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, anyway, uh, it's going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 43. It's 31 in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Live Friday! There you go. That's an example of uh, the great Jerry Todd uh, right there. That's his voice. There you go, Jerry. That's him. God bless you, buddy. Now look at that. Congratulations. 43 years of working here, and that's the best you came up with. Actually... It's not, but no, he's, I'm kidding. he's got I'm other kidding. things. 293-1021, that's the number to call for Open Line Friday. Keep your filthy mouths to yourselves and your hate speech off the show. Because I will zap you faster than you can flip a cheese omelet. All right, the phones are going right now. Uh, Rock 102. Uh, good morning, who's this? Uh, this is Brian from Mother. Hey, Brian, what's up? You're talking to uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, hi, good morning. I was just wondering, uh, what what is your favorite memory from the show, your time on the show so far? Uh, I, I mean, this morning show? I, I would say uh, uh, Steve. Yeah, yeah. The, I would say the uh, morning show. Or... Yeah, I would say Steve. Uh, you know, opening his mouth full of chocolate in front of uh, the uh, all them uh, those dental hygienists. That was a pretty good one, Steve. Yeah. Uh-huh. And my favorite part of the show was uh, when that guy wrote in and told us we were jerks for. Uh, not defending the guy who was speeding and riding my ass on the yeah. way to work this morning. So far, those have been the two best moments of the show. Uh, okay, sounds well, good. Thank you. What was your? F- oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, what, what about you? What, did you? what did you like? Uh, well, I, I commute to UMass every morning from Ludlow, so it's a nice forty-minute drive. So it's uh-huh. nice having you in the car with me, listening yep. on the way. Well, what was your favorite part, though? Uh, I, I like this open mic thing. Seems like you have a good thing going with it. Well, All right. Thank well, you very much, buddy. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks for calling. We uh, Very nice of you. Okay. Uh, Rock 102. Oh, Rock 102. Oh, I didn't think that guy expected us to ask him a question. No, I don't think so. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Joe in Aguam. Hey, hey Joe, Joe. What's up? Did you get your uh, blinds and so forth straightened out up at your home? Uh, yes, everything has been taken care of. Rocky's Ace Hardware was there to rescue me, and uh, no more uh, will I go to the Bone Deep Throat. Rock solid service. Great people. great people. Every Rocky's Ace Hardware location. You're yeah. damn right about that. <laughs> All right, just uh, stay away from Home Depot when you uh, need no, any. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 hey, whoa. What's I the never, name of that place? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, gr- grown uh, peephole or something. Yeah, oh, there, there you go. go. I Much like better. that one, too. All right, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. All right, bye now. All right, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Dina. Hey, Dina, what's up? Hey, I'm calling to let you know I'm happy Dave's gone. All right. Okay, well, he's, he's right across the hall. Should I go tell him, or you want to call him yourself? <laughs> I don't mind. I'll tell him tell him myself. Well, there right. you go. Okay. Uh, the number over there is uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. All right. Thank you. Uh, Rock 102. Oh, Jesus. What's going on over here? Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Beck. Good morning, Mr. Nagel. Oh, Hawkman. What's up, buddy? Hey, I got a good scenario for you guys with this whole Brittany Griner stuff. Okay. I think that was a really bad trade 
that would be like if we had Adolf Hitler back in 1940, and we traded Adolf Hitler for like Lou Gehrig back in 41. He's saying it would yeah, be like would, us would, trading Adolf Hitler for Lou Gehrig. Yeah. That, that would be a, a little lopsided. You're, you're, you're right about that, Steve. And I agree with you, Mr. Nagel. She committed a crime over in Russia. What's the big point? You know, that's their, their laws, their rules. What's the big deal? I get it, man. There you go, man. Hey, by the way, thanks for the uh, venison sausage for Christmas. That was a delicious treat. Yeah, he, got, he got me a, a Green Bay Packer knit hat. Fits very smartly. Thank hey, you. you guys, that wasn't that wasn't for Christmas. That's because I love you guys. All right. All right, Hawk, we man. love you too, buddy. All right, you enjoy. Have a great, Bye-bye. great weekend. All right, uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Oh, come on now. Our our handicap scam is going really well. <laughs> it's really working out for us. Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey guys, Jake. How you doing, man? Good, Jake. Good, Jake. What's up? Hey, there's an old saying: uh, history repeats itself. Just want to throw this tidbit out there. I got a question for you. Who was Time Magazine's Man of the Year in 1938? Um, <sighs> 1938. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was. I don't really follow them. Uh, Adolf Hitler. Have a good day, guys. All Take right. Care. Okay. There you go. But okay. But the time person of the year doesn't mean that the person of the year is a good person. No, actually, you're it's right the about the person that. that makes the most headlines and makes the most, you know, that had been written about. The oh most yeah, every, everybody was talking about him back then. He, he was a to- hot topic of conversation. But sometimes, what I'm saying is, sometimes it's not an honor to be on the time person of the year. Listen, I, I let my subscription lapse long ago, so I couldn't even tell you what yeah. they're doing in the 30s. Uh, Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Oh, good morning, this is Leon Phelps, how are you? Uh, good, what's going on? Not much, I was just waking up this morning and was wondering if I could uh, delight you two with a piece of advice. Okay, uh, we're, advice? we're ready. Okay, so if as long as it's Christmas time and um, you were looking to get your lady a nice gift, one of the best gifts, that, that you could just keep on giving is instead of continuing to go through the front door, is maybe politely ask if you could enter through the back. Thank you. Okay. And have a Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, that was worth waiting around for. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? All righty. So, if litigation is uh, based on, you know, like precedents and all this stuff, when the president said, that Brittany Griner should have never been detained in the first place. Yeah. Doesn't that open up litigation for the federal legalization of marijuana if he doesn't believe she should never should have been detained? Well, uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting uh, perspective, but it's going to take more than just that. But uh, I see oh. where you're going with it. But, yeah, that's very interesting. Like, Steve, can you please have my baby? Can I have your baby? No, yes. I'm done having children. <laughs> Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Tony. Hey, Tony, what's up? I'm just wondering if you guys figured out if it's 29 or 30 years next year. For the Mayflower Marathon? No, you know what's funny? Check it out. Yeah, we're we're so exhausted from counting all the food that we collected. 
we can't count from one to twenty, uh, one to thirty right now. We're just we're too we're too exhausted. And, that, and that's actually Bax's excuse for just being uh, lazy with numbers and not really realizing how many years the thing is oh, going on. For the love of grace. Yeah, well, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. But I'm pretty uh, sure. Sh- I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to say it's thirty next year, just because it's fun to say. <laughs> well, maybe you guys should start taking bets on it. <laughs> well, we could do the thirtieth two years in a row, yeah. and that way we'd cover both. Hey, we once uh, celebrated the uh, the ten year anniversary of the Bax and O'Brien show in year number eleven. So, yeah, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> All right, thank you very much. You're- All right, Rock One Hundred and Two. Good morning. Is this? Hey guys, it's Dad Joe Chet from Palmer. Oh, okay. Dad Joe Chet from Palmer. Okay, what do you got for us? How you guys doing today? We're Very doing great. Good. Got some dad jokes for you if you're ready. All, All right, we're ready. Let's go. All right. Well, the other day I asked my uh, date to meet me at the gym, but she never showed up. I guess the two of us aren't going to work out. Nice. Did you get more? Sure do. All right, okay. let's go. Uh, my hotel tried to charge me ten dollars for the extra air for extra for the air conditioning. Yeah, ah, that wasn't cool. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got one more here. Yeah, right, go ahead. Uh, this morning, out of the blue, my Siri just up and piped up and said, "Don't call me Shirley." I said, "What the hell?" I accidentally left it on airplane mode. Ah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. That's very good. All right, uh, is hey, that it? Over here, yeah. We gotta go to McDonald's this morning. Donkeys had a uh, run out on ba- bacon, so we had to get all our stuff at Mickey's today. So okay. thank you very much. All uh, right, very yeah. good. <laughs> Don't call me Chester. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> very good. That was. That was nice. Yeah, well, you know, Dad joke David died in a horrible moose accident on the on I ninety back in September. Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? You talking to me? Hey, there we go. What's going on? Hey, it's George from Agawam. So something I don't think uh, Steve considered this morning was um, if the person in front of you is driving the speed limit, there could be an excellent reason. And for myself. It's because I'm a commercial truck driver, and the state of Massachusetts considers me to be, quote-unquote, a professional driver. Mm-hmm. So even in my own personal vehicle, I must obey the uh, speed limits because if I get a ticket, obviously my insurance rate goes up. But I also have to complete a form every year that my employer requires that uh, gives a history of whether or not I've been stopped for a ticket. Mm-hmm. And since my livelihood depends upon my driver's license, um, I must follow the law to the letter. So if somebody's tailgating me or something, I just, uh, instead of dealing with it or pulling, uh, going faster, I simply pull to the right and uh, let them go by. Mm-hmm. That way I can enjoy, like Steve said, uh, watching them get pulled over further down the road. But it also stops me from getting road rage because... Mm-hmm. The, the problem's not mine anymore. Well, yeah, see, this, it, is the thing, this is the thing, George. I mean, you are a reasonable, uh, you know, calm-minded driver as opposed to everybody else that's on the road at the same time you are. Well, it I have to be because my job depends upon it. Um, you know, just like I can't use marijuana because my job depends upon it. It's just everybody's got different views. But the way I look at it is that the guy that's in a hurry and needs to pass me my truck or not, he probably is henpecked at home. He's henpecked at work. And the only place he has any power is behind the wheel going to and from work and 
damn it, I'm not letting that truck get in front of me, or you're not passing me, because this is the only place the guy has power. So it, it, there's a lot of other situations you can run yeah. your head through, you know, oh, oh, maybe this guy has an emergency or something. But most of the time, it's just, you know, people that are just ignorant. Yeah, right. There Listen, you go. Uh, I've had enough of this reasonability thing. Please <laughs> uh, call back when you're angry or, or, yeah. or afraid. Call back when you're more unreasonable. <laughs> All right. Very good. Thank All you right. Guys. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Uh, uh, that well, that, I mean, we had guys calling, but you know that guy took so damn long. Well, they, they probably realized we end it right yeah, now. They, anyway, they gave it up. So there you go. So there you go. A moderately successful open line Friday. Well, it could have been worse. Could have been. I think the time makes a difference. Whether we do it at seven or eight, the strange ones come out at seven. <laughs> it's <laughs> the reasonable ones come out at eight. Right. It's 824 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, 827 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. I'm just uh, posting this picture of the twins filter from Snapchat. Right. I think I look like a very good-looking chick in this in this photo. I don't know what to... I, I got to find that. I, I, don't, I don't know. Where, where, where well, do you I find got, I don't know. I got a notification saying a new filter has been added. Check it out for yourself. It was uh, the twins filter, it's called. You know, the problem with that, uh, with the Snapchats, one, I hardly ever use it, but uh, sometimes uh, what you get as a filter and what I get as a filter are two totally different filters. Like, I I may not have the twin filter. Uh, I don't have anything here that makes well, me you, look like you, a good-looking woman. But you can probably do it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great if I could, you know, if I could find it, but I mean, I'm looking at all the filters now. I got nothing. I got nothing at all. All right. Well, I'm sharing yeah. this photo now so you can all see what I look like. I mean, you showed you showed me the picture. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're Well, here, let's see not if really I, my let's type, see if but... I can do this. Uh, see now I don't, I don't know where where to find it again. See, that's what I'm saying. You got to I don't know what the Ooh, I look like here's a bunny ears. I got to post it. Ooh, I look like a deer. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's look cute. at it. Look at that. Look at that. I look like a cute little reindeer. Oh, How yeah. about that? Yeah, that's that's something else. Yeah. Yeah. These are nice time wasters we have here. Yeah, it's great. And I'm, and I'm so glad I'm looking at something when our uh, when our Wi-Fi down in the basement uh, of Rock 102 just stinks. Oh, stop. Well, I mean, I can't get anything. I'm just like, I, I got like a little, little spinning circle. That's all I got. Well. My new twin. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. Um, uh, You know. Well, let's see. I'll take the picture. Make Not sure terrible. You, make sure you save it. Uh, we got, hold on, I, I got the. Hold on a second. Let me try. try let me try that again because I feel like a delete screenshot. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm probably uh, a woman that you'd have. You know, that's that's. You got to have like five or six beers in your system before you start uh, hitting on that. I think. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's you know. That's I might uh, like, I that's might something good, else right I, there. I might look good like around like one thirty. In the morning, it's just as the bar is about to close. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, your picture is a little bit more attractive. Yeah, I'm at the. You look like you just had your uterus taken out. Well, Steve, I'm I'm a 57. I'm a 56 year old <laughs> yeah. woman. Yeah. Well, you just you want to yeah. risk getting I'm, cancer or I'm, anything like I'm that. I'm menopausal. Yeah. I, I'm past my prime, perhaps. Yeah, I believe you were spotting this morning. I'm. No, oh, stop it. I don't want everybody to know that. Well. We have news next to Rock 102. Just about 8.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electronic 
uh, all electronic, the all electric Ionic Five for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Wow, I'm getting uh, quite a bit of feedback on this uh, this whole hot chick picture that yeah. I took for the twins filter on Snapchat. Uh, I'd hit that with my car. <laughs> Smoke show. Uh, WTF? That's from our boss. Uh. Well, now I know if you ever transition what to look out for. Yeah, that's uh, the truth. Hear me out. Uh, hot. Oh, that's what you look like with hair. And uh, with the forehead of Rocky Dem- Dennis, Yamahama, Fright Night. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that bad. Well, I mean, you know, maybe the forehead uh, is a little bit big. But that's only because I positioned my head that way. I don't know, Steve. I mean, I, I, think, I, think, you're, I think you're looking kind of smart over there. Now, I'm trying to find a way to save this so I can share it with the... Okay, all right. Okay, I got it. All right. So where are you putting this? You putting this on the uh, the, the Banks and Nagel morning show page? Well, I will share it on there. Uh, maybe we should put them both together. Should we put them both together? All right. Should I... Uh, how would you like me to do that? Well, let me... Here, let me uh, text this to you. Okay. This picture. All right. And then uh, you can put your picture... Can you, and you can just upload both pictures at the same time. To sure. The, uh, can you do that? I could probably do that. Okay. Do you want AirDrop or do you want... Um, do you have AirDrop? I do, but I don't like using it. Oh, forget it then. No, go ahead. You, I mean, if it, listen, if that's the way you got to be, then, then then do it. Okay, accept. Did you accept it? I did. Did you get it? I got it. All right. Okay. So did you me, get those other let pictures me, I sent to? Is that the one of your noodle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. the one of Brittany Griner's finger. That uh, we just saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would. I don't think we needed to see that. Well, I don't think we can share that, but it was nice to see. All right. So I am going to. All right. I'm saving. All right. I'm saving that. Okay. All right. Give me a minute or two to post this thing, and uh, we'll see how it goes, okay? All right. right. In the meantime, why don't you do a thing or two about news? Oh, is that what we're doing here? I believe that's uh, that was the intention. All right, some serious sad news. The man injured in a motor vehicle crash Thursday morning in Chicopee has died. Police were called to Meadow Street due to a motor vehicle crash involving a bicyclist yesterday morning. According to the police, the man was treated at the scene for injuries and was taken to a nearby hospital, hospital where he passed away. The uh, 22 News crew could see a bicycle and luggage in the middle of the road, which was closed off by police at the intersection of Meadow and Chicopee Streets. A vehicle was seen heavily damaged in the front with a broken windshield. Uh, several officers, firefighters, and paramedics were on Meadow Street assisting with the incident. Meadow Street reopened to traffic at around 12.30 p.m. The accident reconstruction team is investigating, and if you have any information uh, about that crash, you're asked to call the Chicopee Police. Springfield police are looking for a wanted felon out of New York who they say evaded police after a crash in Springfield yesterday. When 22 News crews arrives, they could see an accident on Roosevelt and Bay Street around 6.30 p.m. Springfield Police spokesman Ryan Walsh said the suspect ran from the accident and has not yet been located. A passenger in her car was arrested for parole violations stemming from firearms charges. All right, so I I believe this picture has posted on uh, the uh, morning show Facebook page. Yeah. Let's see if we... uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how fast we're going to be able to get... Rock, Rock 102 Mornings. Yeah, Rock 102 Mornings. This is what it would look like if we were attractive women, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, you don't look too bad there, I'm pal. telling you. Yeah. you, you for, I mean, you've got a lot of forehead. 
I do in uh, in that picture, but I think you know. Oh yeah, there's a lot for it if you know what I'm saying. No, I bet, yeah. that's, I bet that's true. But you know, you kind of did the duck face selfie, and I kind of pursed my lips to do the same. So yeah, we'll see how that uh, how that flies. We'll, we'll give you the updates on the uh, comments uh, coming up at eight fifty. Okay, sounds good. Because we like to give previews of things we're going to do, and we also have nothing else uh, planned for eight fifty. Yeah, except uh, prepare to leave the building. (laughs) (laughs) We're already on it. Regulators have finished reviewing sports betting license applications from the state's three casinos, and it wasn't exactly a smooth ride. The Gaming Commission voted uh, yesterday to approve its first Category 1 license, granting Encore Boston Harbor the right to take in-person and online sports wagers through two digital partners. The state's two other casinos, Plain Ridge Park and MGM Springfield, saw their votes deferred for now. MGM Springfield leadership got a bit of a wake-up call this week after submitting their application late. The Gaming Commission didn't love what they saw and elected to deter the final vote. MGM Springfield submitted late and was then criticized by the commissioners for the content of their application. The major concern is the relationship between MGM Springfield's in-person sports betting and gaming operation and their parent company's online arm BetMGM, which will be the sole account handling the online wagers. Two applications are separate with the online partnerships with each casino up for a review next week. However, the meeting frequently stalled as gaming commissioners reviewed the in-person application and were consistently referred to the BetMGM online applications for answers to questions. This is pretty lengthy, by the way. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, okay, so there's some, there were some issues with the the deadline. That and that was reported before. Was it like last week or the week before that there was some deadline issues? Yeah. But ultimately they've you know, they've had discussions with the gaming commission. I believe this is all just a temporary glitch. And the whole you know, the Bet MGM thing is really no different than a lot of other casinos around the country that offer online sports betting. Right. And a lot of them do. And you know, so this is gonna get resolved. This is I, I don't think this is uh, as big a deal as it, that they're trying to make it. You don't know that, Bax. I don't, but I don't believe it's going to be a big deal. Uh, let's see. Uh, question two. We'll talk about that. Secretary of Commonwealth Bill Galvin has signed question two into law on Wednesday, which was approved by voters in the state in November. Question two called a law relative to regulation of dental insurance was the most popular ballot question in this 2022 state election after receiving 71% of the votes cast. This new law will regulate dental insurance rate, requiring companies to spend at least 83% of premiums on members' dental expenses and quality improvements instead of using it for administrative expenses, like office parties. That was one of the things that they revealed that uh, one of those companies was doing. They were uh, throwing office parties? Office parties and executive bonuses were being taken from the money, and then Mm. uh, most of the cost was referred back to the the consumer i'm actually happy about this because you know as i get older and i'm probably going to need more dental work in in the future um for them to pay 83 percent is a lot better than paying nothing at all well you know i don't i I don't really know i mean i know we just voted on this but i really don't feel as i really know what the issue actually is well but i guess it would depend it's just like any a health insurance kind of thing you know, I pay an exorbitant amount of money every year for our health care here. Yeah, at the radio station, it's somewhere in the upwards of seven hundred fifty dollars a month. Wow. Yeah. 
So I, uh, I uh, have rejected our company's plan for years, and I've been uh, going on my wife's plan, yeah. which is excellent. We're covered for everything. Uh, the plan here, uh, you're covered up until the point of you are either diseased, injured, or need surgery. And they might cover those. And Yeah, even that's a question. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've had dental work done in the past, and it seems to be pretty expensive for, you know, a filling you're paying like 150 bucks for. Which I think is uh, is a little steep with the idea that you've already paid all this money for insurance. Yeah, you know what I think. What I think you're an anti dentite. I am not an anti dentite. I think you're a rabid anti dentite. Oh, will you come on now? Next thing you know, you'll be saying they'll have they'll need their own school. They do. Oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, it's only uh, through surgery that an 11-year-old girl with a rare disease will be able to see clearly again. Sophia Deemers from Chicopee has suffered from fibrous dysplasia since the age of four. Fibrous dysplasia is a chronic disorder with scar-like tissue, where scar-like tissue grows in a replacement of normal bone that is common in between children of the ages 3 and 15, according to John Hopkins Medicine. Sophia has been visiting doctors to monitor the growth of scar-like tissue, when Sophia was nine, her first major surgery had to be done due to uh, moments of her blacking out. Now, Jeez. only two years after her first surgery, she'll be heading into another one since the scar-like tissue has grown around the nerve of the eye and there isn't a lot of space in there. This has begun again after her vision began to see objects as darker and dimmer when she woke up in the morning. Sophia hasn't developed too much uh, major pain as of now besides minor headaches. The disease is also in other parts like her sinuses and temple area, and her family has been shocked. That yeah. it has been rapidly spreading. Sophia's father, Daniel Deemer, says it's affecting her vision, and ultimately, we want her. To, we don't want her to lose any more vision or go blind. Uh, craniotomy is needed to remove part of the skull. Oh God, Jesus. what a horrible thing for a kid to go through. Anybody, to anybody, go through, but a kid. Her family is ready to uh, help Sophia through her next major surgery. We've already been through a really tough surgery, and we know what to expect. But we're all kind of learning together as we go. So um, you can donate. There is a uh, a GoFundMe account uh, to save this girl's vision, and uh, you can do it's surgery to save daughter's vision is the is the title of it. You can donate money to that. Wow. It's horrible things that people have to deal with. It makes you kind of look at yourself and go, "I'm pretty lucky that I'm you know have been." Pretty free and clear of not just me, but my family. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean you know, we all have our things to deal with, but that's that's some awful stuff. We wish uh, the family well over there. Uh, let's see. You want to do a survey? Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, right. Yes. All right. How about a survey? Yeah. There you go. Um, McDonald's released its annual report on the most popular menu items of the year. The top three were French fries, cheeseburgers, and McChickens. Fries were number one in all 50 states. Imagine that. But here's what, a different step. What? How about the uh, the shamrock shake or the mac rib? Mm, no, didn't uh, didn't get to that one. Here's a different start. A stat that uh, jumped out though: thousands of Americans ate at least 100 Bix, Big Macs this year. How the average? A hundred Big Macs per person. I haven't had a Big Mac in maybe 20 years. No. Mm -hmm. Probably even longer than that. You know what I do? What? The menu hack. What do you do? You order a McDouble with Mac sauce. Oh, yeah. So you're eliminating a piece of bread and you're eliminating the lettuce. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, you're 
you can get it with just mac sauce on it. But if you just add mac sauce to it, uh, it becomes a Big Mac. Interesting. Yeah. It's Interesting. the same two beef patties. The, then the special, special sauce, sauce. The pick, lettuce, the cheese, the no onions. Lettuce. No lettuce. But I bet you you could add it to it. They don't sure seem could. to charge for like extra stuff. Like if you wanted to, you could pretty much design a meal at McDonald's the way you want it. Like I could get like a like a cheeseburger with triple pickles. Yeah, ketchup is the most popular condiment. No kidding. They handed out way more of it than any other sauce. What are Probably. the other What are the other sauces do I have <laughs> to choose from? Well, you got honey. They still have honey at uh, McDonald's. Yeah, I don't need that. Barbecue sauce. Yeah. Sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. I thought they eliminated one of those. I thought they got rid of the honey. But Wait, I, was the honey mustard or the honey? Maybe it was the honey mustard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, McFlurries are even are popular even in winter. Good luck finding a machine that's working though. Yeah, no kidding. Fillet- I, can't t- t- I can't tell you how many times, you know, uh, you know, I wanted to get the the shamrock shake. You love me a shamrock shake because it yeah. freshens your breath. <clears throat> but the machine is down, and I can't get myself a shamrock shake. Yeah, the machine is down. It's the season, the shamrock shake. Yeah, but the, that's been an ongoing issue. It's, oh, I it's know. the manufacturer of the machine. Filet of fish sandwiches are very popular in Hawaii. Hawaiians ordered more per capita than any other state. Maryland is next. I remember during Lent, my dad, every once in a while, would go down to the McDonald's and buy, mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I think, like, whatever, 14. We'd each get, like, two filet of fishes for dinner. Okay. Yeah, that's but that's that's good. That's when they were cheap. Now they're like five dollars a piece. Have you tried to do that today? For a be- fillet of fish, it's five bucks. Yeah, come on, it's ridiculous. Really? Yeah, and it's not even that good. That's like oh, not- what are you talking about? Well, those, it's those, okay. It's not worth five dollars. Those fillets are freshly caught. The tartar sauce is new, is freshly mixed. Yeah. Those buns were like uh, baked hours before they were sold. Yeah. The freshest fish sandwich you can get. Large group orders are becoming more common, and the top day uh, uh, and the top day for them is coming up. The day with the most group orders this year was January 1st, probably because everyone was tired and hungover. It is good hangover food. Plus, you get, I mean, that's something relatively new within the last few years is the order online group order type of deal. You know what I'm seeing? Since we're talking about fast food, I'll make this real quick because I know we're running out of time. Uh, you know what I'm seeing an awful lot of popping you, up all over the place? What's that? Popeyes. We were in Enfield last night. There was a Popeyes right there in the plaza. Oh, yeah. Where did I see another one of those? I so think- they opened up a Popeyes on State Street. I've seen uh, one uh, in Holyoke Crossing. I think there's one in Westfield now. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Popeyes are exploding all over the place. Popeyes. Delicious. Love that chicken from Popeye. I love, uh, listen, a box of Popeyes with all them biscuits. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, mm. You know what? I, it's fast food. It's no, like, it's not, Steve. It's, it's good, good food, food served, served quickly. quickly. Yes. Yeah, but it's fast food, and it's not, I, I don't know. It's just, There's too much of it. <sighs> you can never get enough Popeyes. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is sunny and a high of 44 today. It is 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah.
The Mass State Lottery is bringing back the Holiday Words Contest for the second straight year. And this time, they're delivering even more chances to win. Play any draw or kino game and you'll find a holiday keyword printed on your game ticket. Just enter your keyword at MassLottery.com and bam, you're entered for a chance to win up to $7,500 in prizes. But that's not all. The Holiday Words Contest is adding a third drawing this year, which means players will have even more chances to enter and win. So visit your local Mass Lottery retailer and play today. Visit MassLottery.com for details. Must be 18 or older to play. Please play responsibly. Mass shopkeepers rely on the holiday season. They want you to shop locally. They have a reason. Shopping here gets you in the spirit. You know it's true. Buy in mass. Shop like the jobs depend on it. Because they do. A message from the Retailers Association of Massachusetts. Hello, this is Kyle from Bob Peon Buick, GMC in Chicopee, where you'll love the car you're in and you'll definitely love the deal you get. For great deals and the absolute best service around, log on now at peonauto.com. I'm here with Victor from Aquapump, and Victor, my kids are complaining that their hair is turning color because of the water in the shower. That's a good thing, though, isn't it? That's okay if you're going to a masquerade party, but that's not okay if you want terrific hair. So we need to call an expert for filtration systems, and the only experts we can call are Aquapump. Aquapump are the experts on all water supply systems. They install, service, and repair well pumps and tanks for all wells and carry a complete line of submersible and jet pumps, water filters, and supplies. They also specialize in treating contaminated water. Do it once. Do it right. Find Find out more at aquapump.com, Stafford, Connecticut. It's uh, 8.50 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. We're getting uh, quite a bit of feedback on this uh, pictures that we put up for ourselves that we look like chicks. Yeah. It's the Snapchat twin filter. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I gotta. Uh, I want to play a song. You know, like a little background song while yeah. we while we talk about this. Let me okay. see if I can uh, get this uh, going here. She's a lady from Tom Jones. Yeah, 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 she's, well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to front and take to dear. Well, she always knows her place. She's got style, she's got grace. She's a winner. She's a lady. Whoa, 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 she's a lady. Talking about that little lady. And the lady is mine. All right, so we posted these pictures, uh, yeah. the uh, the twin filter yeah. on Snapchat. I can tell you, I think we're a couple of hot chicks. Uh, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off, my eyes. <laughs> That's what somebody... Uh, I like this one. Steve looks like Natalie Portman in a parallel universe where she made all the wrong choices. You can make that, I can make that argument. It's Natalie after all the money ran out. You know, some people think we look pretty good. Some dude said uh, two chicks at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, two chicks at the same time. Uh, looks like those lips have been around the block several times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's referring to you or me. Uh, looks like you need to spit something out. Uh, Adele with a five head. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't a, know. Uh, you do look a little like Adele. Maybe at last call. See that's what yeah. that was my argument. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a my picture at least. It's like you know 1:30 in the morning, bars about to close. Yeah, I'd hit that. Uh, Steve looks like Adele. Bax has some great DSLs. What's DSL? Do you really need to know? Going to write down. Oh, <laughs> it just hit me. It, it yeah. just hit me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd really rather not say it publicly, but I think you know what's going on. You know, 
We have the world at our fingertips in our hands. We could we could solve probably a lot of problems. We know a lot of information. We can get instant information. Uh, we could probably even make the world a better place. But what are we doing? We're sitting here using this technology to turn ourselves into chicks. Listen. Uh, I have no hope for humanity. What are you talking about? Do you realize that uh, there are some people who uh, go their whole lives before they realize, hey, you know what? I think I feel more comfortable as a woman. And as a woman, I want to look pretty. Is there anything wrong with that? I don't think so. Yes, but those are people who, you know, that's their own inner, uh, you know, thing that they want to do and Steve, I transition don't, I don't, to become a woman. I don't know what you're struggling with. We're, we're just taking pictures. <laughs> I'm struggling with the fact that I would kind of do myself. Yeah. 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 yeah that's... I, and, and, I, and I'm looking at myself and going, okay, you know. Yeah, if there were no other options. <laughs> Get them big DSLs there, baby. <laughs> Look at you. <sighs> it's the yeah, the battery battery the battery girls. <laughs> the battery babes. The D cell DSLs. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna guess that just based on uh, my look, I'm probably going through a lot of D cells. Yeah. Unfortunately I only have a double A cup. Oh, I don't know that. I would think you're pretty uh, very bosomy. I got a nice rack. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. I bet I do. I bet. Yeah, two grown men using Snapchat filters <laughs> over the age of 40. One well over the age it's of 55, 50, 55 and qualifying for AARP benefits. Uh, let's see. The uh, the facial hair, uh, it's the facial hair that does it for me. Because you, if you zoom in on my picture, and you probably yours too, you can see a little bit of the Well, you're, I just assume that's a shadow, that it's uh, it, it yeah, removed your facial but hair. But if you zoom in on the picture, you can see the little fuzz. Oh, yeah. yeah yes, yeah, well, man, that's just a hormonal imbalance. Well, hey, it happens to a lot of ladies. Especially over a certain age. That's right. It can happen. You know, sometimes those things. I want to know why there's one guy that put up a uh, like a, 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 a <laughs> meme of, of a cannoli uh, being uh, violated. I don't know why. You see that picture? Yeah, I believe that was something he would indicate he would want to do. Well, who doesn't love a good cannoli? I love a cannoli. I love a cannoli too. Yeah, but I don't know if I this like one's a cannoli in, that way. This one's this one's dipped. Yeah, but now I know how the cannolis are dipped in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight fifty-five with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. New England Patriots football. Every game, every play, only on Rock One Hundred 